Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Back to more John Chuckery. This party's gonna rock. Make Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back with you on the John Chuckery Show. Live in the Kia Studios. Final hour of the program is the start of the Brown Liquor Music Hour. Little uh, Casey and the Sunshine Band. We brought him up earlier. It's uh, Harry Wayne Casey's birthday today. So this was their uh, last number one hit from uh, 1980. This was uh, Please Don't Go. Now, Earlier in the show, I asked Dylon what band Paul McCartney was in. And he, of course, said the Rolling Stones. From, I knew it was one of the big ones. From the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line, the Rolling Stones, you cannot be serious. The Rolling Stones, where on earth do you find people that would even think that way? I am astounded, dumbfounded, and now lost for words. That's what I do. I amaze people. Mm-hmm. So, uh, 1040s rank them. Get your listen at 404-741-0929. At JMCH316. He is at underscore Dylan Matthews. Odyssey app is how you catch us when you are on the go. Uh, let's get to our college football roundup. It's time for the College Football Roundup. A complete look at all the collegiate football action. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. So we've got both the ACC and the Big 12 schedule that has come out. So a couple of the uh, the key games. Clemson is at home with Florida State on September 23rd. And I think that's the game of the year in the S- in the ACC. I am picking Florida State to win the ACC this year. So when we get to our college football game time and all that kind of stuff, I'm picking Florida State to win the SEC or win the ACC title. So Clemson's at Duke, Charleston Southern, Florida Atlantic, Florida State at Syracuse, Wake Forest bye week at Miami, Notre Dame Tech. North Carolina, and then they'll finish up at South Carolina where they lost that game last year. Georgia Tech. So they will start off Labor Day weekend, but they will start off on Friday night at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So 
Friday, September 1st, they will play Louisville in Atlanta. So as part of the big weekend, they will play Louisville in Atlanta on Friday of Labor Day weekend. Then they have South Carolina State. They're at Ole Miss, at Wake Forest, Bowling Green, at Miami, by week, BC, Carolina, at Virginia, at Clemson, Syracuse, and then Georgia. That's not an easy schedule again. Not an easy schedule. You got trips to Miami. You got trips to Clemson. You got to go to Wake Forest and Old Miss. And, you know, you get Georgia, Carolina at home. Not an easy schedule by any stretch of the imagination. So, um, going to be tough. Going to be tough. So, we'll see what uh, we'll see what happens with, uh, with Georgia Tech. Um, you know, I do think that they need to make a bowl game this year. And if you're going to sell me on Brent Key, that he's supposed to be the coach and all that good kind of stuff, then they have to at least find a way to get six and six. Can't sell me on what he did and then take all these steps backwards. So, I think they have to at least be a bowl team. Uh, We've got the Big 12 schedule out that includes BYU, Cincinnati, and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, Baylor's going to host Texas on September 23rd. That's an intriguing game. Cincinnati's got Eastern Kentucky at Pitt, Miami of Ohio, and then they go Oklahoma at BYU by week, Iowa State, Baylor at Oklahoma State, Central Florida at Houston at West Virginia, Kansas. Uh, Oklahoma will be home with Arkansas State, SMU, then at Tulsa, at Cincinnati, home with Iowa State. Uh, They'll play Texas in the Red River Shootout in Dallas on October 7th. By week, Central Florida at Kansas, at Oklahoma State, West Virginia at BYU, and then TCU will round things up. So, Certainly a very difficult end-of-year schedule for um, the Oklahoma Sooners. And then TCU will take on Colorado, Nichols, at Houston, SMU, West Virginia, at Iowa State, BYU, K-State, at K-State, by week at Texas Tech, then Texas, Baylor, and at Oklahoma. So TCU is going to make a run. That end-of-the-year schedule is... Loaded up for Bear. Texas, Baylor, and then at Oklahoma to end the season. So we'll see what they do. We'll see if they can uh, repeat. I don't think that they will, um, especially with losing Max Duggan and everything like that. But, you know, you never know what can happen with uh, with some of these teams out here. All right. Um, Ryan Grubb, who is the offensive coordinator for University of Washington, and he really turned Michael Penix around. So Michael Penix was the quarterback at Indiana, had a really good year a couple of years ago, and then got hurt. And he got healthy, he transferred to Washington, and he had an outstanding year, including leading the nation in passing yards. Well, offensive coordinator Ryan Grubb will remain with Washington after he turned down Alabama and Coach Nick Saban. So, um, Grubb, who completed his first season at uh, Washington, he traveled to uh, Tuscaloosa. He met with Saban and others. He had emerged as the top target for Alabama. Um, 
obviously they have to replace Bill O'Brien. But um, um, he's decided to stay at, uh, at, at Washington. And like I said, he did wonders for Michael Penix Jr. And, you know, if there's not a comeback player of the year award, but if there was, Michael Penix Jr. would be the comeback player of the year. Coming off his injury, playing at Indiana, transfers out west, and you know he he had a he had a, a season and he led the nation in passing, and he's back. He's back next year, so he's going to be certainly one of the early Heisman candidates uh, out there. So we'll uh, we'll see where Alabama goes from here, but Alabama's got some coordinators, or you know to. Fill those spots like they they got to get a couple of coordinators. So, you know, interesting, though, that that he turned down that job. And, uh, you know, listen, I mean, he's got a Heisman caliber quarterback. So, you know, it's it, it certainly, you know, could could be another good year for um, Washington. All right. Um, some of the players that um, from the senior bowl, um, one name that is really starting to have his stock rise is Keon White, the edge player out, uh, from Georgia Tech. Now, remember, he transferred a couple of years ago from Old Dominion, and he's becoming a hot commodity. Uh, I think that he was, I think that he was number like six or eight um, on, da- on uh, Daniel Jeremiah's, <clears throat> excuse me, Top NFL prospects. Let me get to uh, what he is there. But Daniel Jeremiah has him, yes, at number eight. So interesting that that name has kind of come out of nowhere for Georgia Tech. But can you imagine if Georgia Tech ends up with a top ten pick? Whew. When When's the last time Tech had a top ten pick? I would assume it's Calvin Johnson. Because in my lifetime, there hasn't been any, you know, very many at all top 10 picks in the NFL draft for a player out of Georgia Tech. But I would imagine that, you know, he'll be the highest drafted player since Calvin Johnson. And uh, he's starting to move up a lot of boards and a lot of lists, you know, as an edge player. So is he a guy that the Atlanta Falcons would be willing to look at, huh? Is he a guy that they could have their eye on? He's in the right spot. If you're going edge, you know, and you can't get some of the top-tier edge players, you know, the Tyree Wilson, you know, of Texas Tech, if you can't get, you know, the top edge or two, and certainly, you know, you're not going to get your hands on at number eight, Will Anderson or Jalen Carter. So maybe White is one of those guys that, you know, he moves up the board and the Falcons – Roll the dice. Would the Falcons actually draft a Georgia Tech player? We said for years about would the Falcons draft Georgia players. Well, would they draft a Tech player? Where's the last Tech player that was drafted by uh, the Falcons? Keith Brooking? That the last player in the ninety in, in the uh, ninety eight draft? Or yeah, because he was a rookie in ninety eight when they went to the Super Bowl. That the last time they they drafted a Tech player? Been a long time, if so, but. Uh, Maybe they have their eye on him, so we'll see what happens. All right, we're going to open up the phone lines again to you at 
888-900-0929. I'm asking the question, who's had a more disappointing season thus far, John Collins or DeAndre Hunter? I'll give you some numbers as Hawks look to get back on the winning track after, you know, a loss in Portland and this five-game road streak that they're on. So we'll ask it 404-741-0929. Who's been more disappointing this year, John Collins or DeAndre Hunter? Chuck Green, the Kia Studios, Sports Radio, 910 The Game, the Odyssey.com app. Well, before you do anything right, dig this. Everybody plays the fool sometimes. There's no exception to the rule. Listen, baby. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We've heard so much about you. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back at it on the John Chuckery Show. Hanging out in Key Studios. Taking the top of the hour in the JR Sports Brief. Brown Liquor Music Hour rolling right along. 404-741-0929. That is both our phone line and our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. So you can jump on the phones and we're going to ask you a Hawks question here. Plus two. You can uh, give us your list for Rankum uh, at JMCH316 at underscore Dylan Matthews. You can hit us up on our Twitter page. We've got, we got uh, uh, Rankum lists coming in on the text line, on our Twitter page, so we're uh, all good to go. So uh, you can hit us up on any of those platforms. Odyssey app site, catch us on the go. Social media is at 929thegame. And then at JMCH316 at underscore Dylan Matthews. So the Hawks lost last night, 129-125. In Portland, drop game one of this five-game road streak. 
And it was a night where they didn't play a lot of perimeter defense, gave up 129 points. DeJounte Murray had a big night, 40 points. I think it was seven assists, eight boards, a couple steals. Bogey had a good night off the bench. And they just didn't get a lot of help. And we know how important this stretch of the schedule is that they've got to get some things figured out here, even if it's just holding serve. If they can go two and three on this road trip, you know, and obviously Trey Young didn't play last night, but this team is so frustrating night in, night out. And I'm asking the question at 404-741-0929. Who's been more disappointing this season? John Collins or DeAndre Hunter? Now, John Collins is averaging his lowest points per game since his rookie year when he averaged 10.5 points. He's averaging 13.5 points per game. What's troubling is that this is four consecutive years where he's averaged fewer points year over year. It's also four consecutive years where his field goal percentage has gone down for four consecutive years. It's also four consecutive years of the number of shots that he's taken, he averages per game. And it's four consecutive years of his three-point percentage that's gone down. But he's still taking the same number of three-pointers that he has over the last three years. So he's shooting it worse, and he's literally under 26% from three, but he's shooting the same as he did last year and the year before when he was averaging at least in the low to mid-30s and then, you know, the high 30s, you know, the low 40s over the last few years. Then you get to the DeAndre Hunter side of things. Among the defensive ratings for the Atlanta Hawks, and defensive rating is Number of points you allow per 100 possessions. It's a little bit more finite statistic than just plus minus because that figures in everybody. This is an individual thing. DeAndre Hunter among the Atlanta Hawks is ninth in defensive rating. The only guy who's worse than DeAndre Hunter is Trey Young. It's Capella, Okongwu, Jalen Johnson, Collins, Murray, Holiday, A.J. Griffin, Bogey, and then DeAndre Hunter. The Hawks are giving a, a defensive rating of 115 this year. He's, he's given a, a defensive rating of 118. The only guy that's higher is Trey Young at 118.7. And I said this earlier in the show. And it's really becoming true, and I don't want it to be that way. But DeAndre Hunter is becoming a glorified Kent Bazemore. He's a 15.5 rebound, okay defender. And maybe he's a little bit better than that, but he certainly hasn't been the guy that when he came out of college with Virginia was the best defensive player in America. The best on-ball defense, it was unanimous, consensus, whatever terminology you want to use. There was no doubt about it that he was the best defensive player in the country and the best on-ball defender in America. And it's not lived up to that hype. So 404-741-0929 is our phone line. 
asking you who's been more disappointing, John Collins or DeAndre Hunter. Let's go out to Kevin, who's out on the road, chauffeuring everybody around. What's going on, Kevin? What's up, Ke- What's up, uh, John? Love the show. And, John, uh, this is Kevin, your old manager from Henry Row. I'm in the limo business now. But oh, okay, buddy. Yeah, night. good. Yeah, man, that's good, man. Listen, I, I listen. I, I'm, I'm, listen. I'm glad you got on your feet and you know having some fun out there. Now, listen, just don't run anybody over out there on the streets. So, the only time I'm about to run over, run over when I hear you lose it on somebody, and, I, and I'm dying hysterically of laughter. So, um, but um, just to answer your question, um, I think it's got to be John Collins, um, because um, as a pro and as when you want max money, you want you get the money. You got to work on your game, and um, every year, like the good players, the great players, they work on different parts of their game in order to evolve their game, and they work on being a gym rat, and they work on getting better. And you got to work like all the time. You're not going to always be the guy that needs the ball or have someone else get you the ball in order to be a great player. You have to work on your game, like um, Golden State, which we were supposed to be built like. You know, all those players on that team and the difference difference between them is they're gym rats. Those cats are in the gym night in, night out, shooting a 1,000 three-pointers. I'm not saying that um, they're not professional pros, but I just don't see where John Collins has really made the effort to improve his game and change different aspects of his game in order to be that great stretch forward that we want him to be. I'll hang up, listen to you guys. Again, love the show. Appreciate it, Kevin. Appreciate it, buddy. Look, here's the reality is that, you know, Collins is not enough of a, of a good enough player that he can kind of create things on his own. And so he's got to have guys facilitate for him. Now, maybe that's a bad thing. Maybe that's, you know, just what it is. But it's, not, it's been a situation where when you're, four straight, when you're four straight years, and he's only 25 years old, you're four straight years of – you know, you're not scoring as many points year over year. Your field goal percentage is down year over year. Your three-point field goal percentage is down year over year. The number of shots that you're taking is down year over year. Like, all of those things are on a four-year decline. Not just one year and it's one oddball year. You know, he's literally down over eight points a game from what he was four years ago. That's a significant drop-off. And maybe he wasn't going to be a 20-10 and 10 guy like we thought early in his career when, you know, it's, you know, a guy that, um, uh, you know, was, you know, kind of part of their rebuild and things like that. But it's been a four-year decline. And you would think that at 25 years old, he'd be coming more into his prime. He'd be, you know, a better player, more complete. Um, he has gotten better defensively. I mean, I will say that he's a better defensively. But when your field, when your field goal percentage, three point percentage, your number of shots per game, your scoring average per game has all dropped on a four year consistent basis. It's not the guy we thought for twenty five million dollars. All right, let's go back out to the phones. Let's grab Kevin out in Druid Hills, a different one. Kevin, what's going on, man? Yeah, it seems like this is the Kevin Knight. So, <laughs> <That's all> right. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm going to come down on. I think it is DeAndre Hunter that you're getting the less less bang for the buck than you are uh, with John Collins. 
Um, John Collins, you know, at his position, I think he's active. I think he does the pick and roll well enough with um, with Trey Young. Trey Young has two options there, but you never see Trey Young get into any type of, you know, pick and rolls or plays with DeAndre Hunter. DeAndre Hunter looks lost out there. He kind of reminds me like a Dennis the Menace type guy. You know, it's like you know he's always going to be around, but he's always a part of the. The, uh, uh, the terrible situation. But I'm not going to be so hard on him. This is what I'm going to say where the Hawks went wrong, okay? You chose the wrong player. You, you Cam Reddish should be, still be on this team. Now, I know he asked to leave, and, but and it Cam, was because look, of a reason. Okay, but Cam, Let me finish I'm, on I'm, this. Let me, can, I, can I finish on this? Because every time I call and sit, mention a Cam Reddish, y'all go haywire on me when I'm telling you. Let me make the point of why I'm saying Cam Reddish. First of all, we have a short memory. This guy proved that he was the better player. Remember the Milwaukee series and even the series before that. And this guy was, was coming off of being injured, but he also was not getting playing time because, because uh, McMillan doesn't play rookies. But McMillan, McMillan plays a rookie this year, right? And I would say, think about it. Was, is Cam Reddison, was his talent as good or better than AJ's? He was hitting three-pointers too. Plus he could play defense. So what I'm saying is that McMillan, because of his, his relationship with the rookies, okay, it caused that situation to happen, and Cam Reddish had left. And he was coming off of injuries just like DeAndre Hunter was. But DeAndre Hunter, I'm saying, is you're not getting the bang for your buck. You paid him that money, you're not getting the bang for, for your buck with him. Okay, so, so that's I, what I want to say about it. Okay, so I will respond to that, okay? Metrically, Cam Reddish was a below-average defender. This this whole narrative about his defense, he was not metrically. You look at the numbers and the metrics. He's a below-average defender. And this is now two pro organizations and at Duke that everybody has had an issue with him. He's not playing in New York. He couldn't play here. Part of it was because he has a P for a Valentine. He's not playing in New York. And Coach K told you, he's got all the ability in the world. He can't put it all together. And his desire and his, you know, for a, a, a lack of a better way to describe it, his want-to isn't there. It's not there. It's not coincidence that at Duke and two pro organizations, none of it has gone well. And it's not a talent thing, but if you can't put it all together, then – it, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. And the narrative that he was a good defense player isn't true. The, the numbers and all the metrics, when you pull them up, have him as a below-average defender. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, that it that's the reality of it. I mean, he's not playing a – he hasn't played in, what, 60 days in New York. 60 days. It's not like the Knicks don't need help. I, I mean, the the fact and the fiction of all of this, it it's not the same. That's just the reality of the situation. Again, when you're with two pro organizations and you're at the University of Duke or Duke University, whatever it is, and it all and it all's ending the same way. You know, he's got talent. But he's got a P for a Valentine. And that's what Mike Shashevsky said. 
That's what happened here. That's what's happened in New York. I mean, if if it's that if he's that talented, then why is it not all come together at Duke or at the Hawks or with the Knicks? And he'll probably go on to another franchise and he'll do nothing there. You know, again, the Cam Reddish thing, I I was I was chastised up and down about Cam Reddish. Oh, you don't understand, Chuck Green. Yeah, I do. I've proven to be right. Wasn't wasn't fictional. It's turned out that I was right. Let me ask you. You think Cam Reddish couldn't come have come back in that playoffs in the playoffs earlier than what he did? You believe in that one? Cuz I can tell you for a fact that that wasn't true. He could have come back much earlier. I can tell you for a fact that he could have come back sooner, but he didn't want to. He doesn't have that want to in him. And it's, again, two organizations in the pros and Duke University. It's not coincidence when it comes to Cam Reddish. It's not just random happenstance that, Wrong place, wrong time with Cam Reddish. It's the same story in all three of his stops between college and the pros. Sorry. I mean, it just is. You don't believe me? Talk to Coach K. Ask him about it. Rank him. Coming up in a few minutes here. 404-741-0929 at JMCH316 at underscore Dylan and Matthews will get to that up next. Chuck Rinnicky Studios, Sports Radio Night the Game, Odyssey.com app. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Back to more John Chuckery. No, no, no. I'm having a good time. Having a good time. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Back in the Kia studios of the John Chuckery Show, Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Taking it to the top of the hour, JR Sports Brief coming up next. 404-741-0929 at JMCH316 at underscore Dylan Matthews. Used to have a little bit of fun on the weekends. We would pick Hugh's brain, pick Randy's brain. Sometimes I gave them a list of things to put in order. We decided to steal it, and we call this segment Rank'em. All right, Chuck, you know where we got to start. We got to start with our national days. Mm-hmm. Some very interesting ones today. Yeah, I, I saw a couple of those. <laughs> national Backward Day? Yeah, 
national. So in honor uh-huh. of that, yeah, um, we're gonna have John Freaky wear his V-neck pullover backward, like he did at the anniversary party. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. Yeah. That is great. Yeah, he had his V-neck the pullover. Freaky? Yes, Freaky. Yeah, the guy with a hundred million in cap space. Yeah, him. Oh, that is so great. I, you know, I know what a pineapple on the front porch means, but is there some alternative meaning to wearing a V-neck backward? Like How this? do you get that wrong? How do you get a V-neck I, backwards? I, I, I don't know. You'd have John to, I, I, I don't know. I, 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 you'd have to ask him. John the Freaky? Yeah, him. Freaky. <laughs> I'm sure he's had a pineapple on the porch before. What is a pineapple on the porch? Go look it up. Okay. <laughs> All right. So our national days today, rank these four. There's only four of them. National Backward Day, National Plan for Vacation Day. Yeah, that's number one. National Hot Hot Chocolate Day, and National Inspire Your Heart with Art Day. Um, I ain't inspiring my heart for anything because it's barely even working. So <laughs> oh that's that's number four. Uh-huh. Um, wear it backward day because it's it's freaky. Um, so. Um, John Freaky? Yeah, him. Uh, wear it backward day and then whatever. Uh, the, the I can't do any chocolate or sugar or anything oh, like that, yeah. so that's got to be three. So. <laughs> all right. Well, you for health, health reasons, you're probably going to have to rank all of these at four. But best warm weather drinks. It's still, it's still a little cold outside. Hot chocolate. And this is also in honor of National Hot Chocolate Day. Mm-hmm. Best warm weather drinks. Hot chocolate with Bailey's and Irish coffee. A hot toddy or a Tom and Jerry? Do you know what a Tom and Jerry is? Yeah, um, I I'd go with the um, uh, I'd go with the coffee first. I like it because uh, I always am a big coffee drinker for sure. Uh, Tom and Jerry, hot toddy, and what was the other one? Hot chocolate with Bailey's. Um, let's do let's do the um, hot toddy number two that's not a bad drink that is a good one yep. Tom and Jerry three and I I don't know that I've had Bailey's and hot chocolate it's re- what like it's I, really I've good. had coffee with Bailey's in it and everything but I haven't had hot chocolate with Bailey's but I'm, I'm it's good I'll take your word for it so all right uh, 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 freaky yeah <laughs> I still like the backward. Freaky? Yeah, I, I still like the back. I still like the backward V-neck. And it was funny because, like, on the on the thing, they had somebody wearing like a. It actually, it was kind of weird. Their head, the person's head was backward, and the suit and tie was like towards the front. It yeah. was it was weird. They should have had like. I, the I other forever around, have but. that picture on my phone of, of Freaky and his. That was V-neck. so funny. <laughs> Shout out to John the people. Freaky. All right. In honor of National Plan for Vacation Day. How do you rank these vacation spots? Going on vacation and visiting the Great Barrier Reef, going to Florence, Italy, Yellowstone, or Yosemite National Park? Uh, I would definitely pick Yellowstone first. Okay. Uh, I, that would be – and I'd probably get Yosemite Park second. Yeah. Um, I don't want to go to Europe, but I'll go that third. And if you go to the Great Barrier Reef, you're going to get eaten by a great white shark. I was going to say, the, yeah, you, you, you know run that most, risk. <laughs> right. You know that's the most populated place like for – And they swim in pretty shallow water, too, yes. over there. I mean, so they, they eat people on the Great Barrier Reef. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. From uh, from the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line, James and Hiram, rank these shows, Married with Children, Cheers, All in the Family, and Roseanne. Well, All in the Family is one of the all-time, all-time classics, so – that would go number one. I'll take Cheers number two 
Married with Children 3, and I never thought Roseanne was funny. Sorry, I, I didn't. I thought John, I thought uh, John uh, what's his name, Goodman, he was funnier, but I, I did not I did not think that she was funny. For my buddy Rusty, uh, rank these. Chili's Baby Back Ribs, Shane's Ribs, Jim and Nick's Ribs, and Sonny's Ribs. Um, I will go with Shane's 1, Jim and Nick's 2, Chili's 3, and Sonny's does that kind of dry rub um, on them. So I will go number 4 with that one. Uh, let me see here. From my buddy Rusty again. Chris Stratus, Tori Wilson, uh, Maurice, uh, and Candace Michelle. Um, I pick. I I will take Tori Wilson one. I will take Trish two. Maurice is number three, and Candace Michelle number four. From the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line, rank these weather girls: Saul Perez, Sheena Parveen. Uh, Susanna Almeida and Yannette Garcia. Uh, this is a pretty good list. All right. I take Susanna Almeida, number one. I will take... I will take Saul Perez, number two. Yannette Garcia, three. And Sheena Parveen, number four. All right. Keeping it pushing here. You were push talking. Push a P, push a P. <laughs> push oh, a P. <laughs> yes, we're gonna we're gonna continue to push P on this show. All right. You were talking a little while earlier about uh, the Falcons draft a little bit last segment. So, if you had the choice at any of these, all these guys were somehow still on the board. You could choose any of them. How do you rank them? Jalen Carter, Will Anderson, Brian Breesy, Tyree Wilson. Um, Will Anderson one, Jalen Carter two, Brian Brissy three, and I I'm I'm not as sold on Tyree Wilson, so he goes number okay. four. All From right. our buddy Marco on Twitter, Hall and Oates, Chicago, the Bee Gees, the Doobie Brothers. Well, the Bee Gees are one of my absolute favorite groups, so they go number one. Hall and Oates, absolutely number two. I will take the Doobie Brothers number three. And I will put Chicago at number four. Uh, from my Twitter page as well, bup, 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 bup. rank these Super Bowl winning defenses um, in honor of the uh, the Bullies of Baltimore in the 30 for 30. 02 Bucks, 08 Steelers, the 2013 Seahawks, or the 2015 Broncos. Well, I still think that that Legion of Boom, um, that defense is number one. Um, I'll take the O2 Buck. No, I, yeah, I'll take the O2 Buccaneers three or two. I mean, I'll take the I'll take the O8 Steelers three and the Broncos four from Alvy Cohen on my Twitter page. Rescue nine one one unsolved mysteries cop, cops America's most wanted. Um, I was a big fan of America's most wanted. I I was a big fan. You know, John Walsh and hosting that show. Did a lot of good work. I'll take that, number one. Um, Cops would be number two. Unsolved Mysteries, number three. And I didn't really like um, uh, Rescue 911. From our buddy Reese, um, Cole Hamels, Kirk Herbstreet, Steak Shapiro, 
Mitch Evans. Well, listen, State goes number one. I mean, State's my guy. So he's number one. Right. Uh, I don't have any issue with Cole Hamels, really. Um, Herb Street goes three. I do have issues with him. And then I really have issues with Mitch Evans, so he goes number four. (laughs) Mitch Evans always goes number four. All right. We ranked earlier our top ten male pop stars. How do you rank if you had to listen to one of these pop stars? Just one. This is the only male pop star you can listen to for the rest of your life. Who are you listening to? How do you rank them? Ed Sheeran, Shawn Mendes, Harry Styles, Justin Bieber. Harry Styles, number one. Um, And the other three I want to fight. So the (laughs) the other three go into a barrel, and I push them over the edge of a boat. Push a P? Yeah, push a P. Um, Let's see here. One more from um, the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. Throwback uniforms. Patriots. Broncos, Eagles, Cardinals. I love the the Patriot list. guy. Uh, the, oh the, yeah. yeah, the, the Patriot. He's getting ready you know. to hike the ball. Yes, yes, I love that one. So I'll take that number one. Um, I will take the Orange Crush at number three because okay. that's the old fashioned Orange Crush, like they wore like in '77. Yeah. for the Super Bowl against Dallas. Um, I'll take that three. I'll take the Eagles throwbacks. Or, or two uh, Eagles throwbacks, three, Kelly and Green's then the nice. uh, Cardinals, number four. What are the Cardinals throwback uniforms even? Um, They have the Cardinal bird on the side of their helmet. Yeah. And it's like white helmet, Cardinal bird on the side, mm. and then just the red jersey and white pants. Oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds boring. Yeah. Anywho. <laughs> All right. Last one for me, Chuck, too. All right. We're talking a lot, a lot about the Atlanta Hawks today. If you could choose one of these guys, how do you rank them to save this Atlanta Hawks team this year? Al Horford, Joe Johnson, Kyle Korver, Paul Millsap. How do you rank them as far as who could save the Atlanta Hawks this season? Um, I'll take Korver one. I'll take Millsap two. I'll take... Al three, and I put Joe Johnson at the back of the list because you don't want ISO Joe. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> I got enough of that already. I got enough ISO ball already, and he pounds it into the. I mean, he leaves a crater. He pounds it in the in the uh, you know on the court so much. All right, that's rank him for a Tuesday. We're gonna wrap things up with a love TKO next. Chuck Ray in the Key Studio Sports Radio after the game. Odyssey.com app. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, wrapping things up on the John Chuckery Show. Same as we always do with the love TKO. Set the schedule here for the rest of the week. First, though, before we get into anything else, let me let you listen to what is the greatest opening lyric in all of music history. You know, I uh, I had the uh, Kentucky Old Miss college basketball game on, and they actually have Tom Hart calling that game. And, of course, he's the leader in the clubhouse for the Braves, uh, for the Braves TV broadcast, and, of course, an Atlanta guy. Um, can I tell you that that one minute of college basketball that I watched is three minutes longer than I've watched all season? Is there anything less interesting than college basketball in today's environment? And I'm the biggest, I'm a big college basketball fan, but it ain't like the old days. 
I was watching Fi Slamma Jamma. I was watching Michael Jordan in Carolina. I was watching Georgetown. I was watching Chris Mullen in St. John's. Watch all of those teams. Now it's a bunch of nobodies out of everything. So, all right, back tomorrow, short show. We got National Signing Day show with me, Go Forth, Chris Parker, and Sam Crenshaw. Full show on Friday and then an abbreviated show for an hour and a half on Friday. So we got you covered for the rest of this week. For Dylan, it's Chuck Reed. We got to get out of here. We'll see you, AMF. What you say about looks like another love T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 